Welcome to season three, <laughs> episode, episode one. one of the Impulsive Duo podcast. Yes. We, haven't we are done, finally back. We haven't done a podcast in a while. What gave you inspiration to want to do a podcast? Um, like right now? Yeah. I don't know. I just, people, oh, well, okay. So we were at, we just, the podcast is something like, it is fun to do. We love to talk about the lifestyle, but we share on so many different platforms. And like, I guess the podcast isn't really like super like, like we don't make a ton of money from it or anything. So yeah. it's not something we pour a lot of our like effort into. But we were at a, and I was like, who oh, I really listens to it. I mean, I see we have listeners, uh -huh. but we were at a New Year's Eve party and we had like a bunch of people come up to us and was like, oh my God, I love your podcast. Like we listened to it. You guys have helped us so much. And this happened like multiple times. And I was like, oh my God, we have listeners. And I was like, okay, just for them, we have to make. We have to, we have to keep doing the podcast. We have to keep doing the podcast because I do have people that reach out and they're like, when are you doing another one? So, um, yes. Yeah. So to all of you that listen to our podcast and appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah. It really, it really does mean a lot when I, when I hear things like that, or even when I like, I had several even women come up to me on New Year's Eve at that event and be like, Oh my God, I love your stuff. You've inspired me. Like, thank you so much for what you do. Like it really almost like makes me teary. I'm like, I, I remember why I do what I do. Right. Thank you for checking out the Impulsive Duo podcast. Remember, our content is 18 and over. Make sure to hit that subscribe button. Why we do what we do. Yeah, no, it, it literally was. <laughs> we just wanted to help people. Like, you, you had that same premise, I think, a lot of, like, what I had. is It's just, there's something rewarding about it to help somebody. You know what well, I mean? Well, yeah, and just, like, inspire other people. Because yeah. it's not like we're helping. Like, we don't do anything special. We're not anything no. special. But I think just hearing somebody... Be talk real. about it and be real about it and we try to portray it in such a real relationship type of way that I think is what people want to hear and want to see mm -hmm. and so yeah like we don't claim to be experts no yeah. but we are just so open about it and so I think that's just what people like to see no, also side note I am getting over COVID I'm on day like 11 so if I sound a little nasally or I'm <laughs> sniffly that's why I'm finally <laughs> feeling better I feel more human today so episode one this year the reality of the swinging lifestyle we've so we've been in the lifestyle like two and a half years now we did a podcast on this like when we were in the lifestyle for like less like six months we did it and we wanted to re kind of redo it because like after two and a half years it changes. Well, yeah, yeah, no, and what like, we've learned and what we've seen in all aspects of the lifestyle, um, and just like yeah, how we've changed. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, what what do you what's the reality of this this lifestyle to you now after two years? Um. So it's definitely not as easy I think is the number one thing that I, we thought it was gonna be yeah I think it's very difficult to find people you vibe with and at first you get a little bit of this like high like your standards aren't almost as high that's, that's no it's no it's, no I think it's true like you get into this lifestyle and you almost just kind of want to do it you know what I mean yeah like, you you're like to do it yeah you're like oh other people are into it too yeah. and then you have a few experiences that you're maybe not like a hundred percent like that was fun, I guess. Yeah. You're like, uh, but then you have those experiences that are like so hot that you're like, okay. And you, you figure out what you do when you don't like. Mm -hmm. And so you only do the things you do like. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, I think you just become more. I think you become more selective. Yes. 
Um, and I think that you're not, you're not going off that rush. Like for like the first six months, at least in this lifestyle, I think we were more on like, yeah, almost a, almost a year even. Yeah. We were like on that, like kind of like emotional high in a way of like, Oh, this is so hot. Like, you know, you were running the apps. Like, who are you talking to? When are we going to meet people? Yeah. Versus like two and a half years later, it's kind of like. Well, maybe I should like uh, fuck, check, I should those check apps. my apps. <laughs> like, I feel kind of well, and I think also like in our situation too, it's definitely different. Like, we've kind of dove in head first as far as like business too, mm -hmm. and so we we've seen the other side of it. Like, it's kind of consumed our life in a business way, so we've seen the ugly reality of it yeah. as well. So I think that kind of has hindered a little bit. Like, it almost is like puts a little bit of a damper on. It takes almost away the fun. Like when we first got into this lifestyle, I think we were very naive and we literally thought everyone was just like us. We literally, I think, thought everyone was just easy going, outgoing, non-judgmental <laughs> fucking people and... No, not the case at Yeah. All. And then once we realized that it's not that way, we're like, oh. Yeah. Well, and I think, and then finding people you vibe with more than just like in a spicy way, like friendship wise, like you start to realize like, I don't have anything, like you might even meet people you're attracted to, but you're like, I don't have anything in common with those people. And you quickly relearn how it's not fulfilling. Like relationships like that became really unfulfilling to me. Like just to have friends or to do it, to do it was like very surface level. Like, to me, I I really wanted, like, deeper connections and not relationship-wise or anything like that. But, like, I value, like, my friendships and people way more than I was, like, just into the hot, like, random hookups. Yeah. And, and that was, like, that became apparent to me. Of course, the attention is nice. Let's, let's face it. That's why we're all in this lifestyle. We all like attention. But it's not fulfilling in, like, a... Sorry. Oh, my context. Oh, no, it's the, I think it's it's one of those that it it's work. Like you, we've gotten to the point I don't think where we like to be really fake, and we've ran into that where we've ran into some like really attractive couples. And like, don't get me wrong, I look at them and I'm like, I would fuck you. Mm -hmm. Then you start talking to them, and you're like, oh god, like this is like effort for me to carry on and keep the conversation going, and now I have to draw conversation out of you, and and it's work. Or hooking up with people that we thought were really attractive, but were not very good people as far as like friendship wise. And yeah. People that I felt valued me as a person. I think I definitely made that, mis you know, those mistakes. Sorry, a cat. Um, I definitely made those mistakes um, having, you know, like I'm like, oh, they're attractive. They want to play with us. And then I just felt almost like used and dirty. I've definitely had that feeling and I really really don't like that and it's a hard feeling to overcome and like even to keep conversation going to because now all of a sudden you feel you're dirty you feel used you didn't have the greatest experience with this couple now what do i do i'm gonna obviously probably see them around since they're local or whatever now now how how do i communicate it puts you in that awkward ass <laughs> position <coughs> sorry i just stepped on water um <coughs> you keep talking mm. <laughs> I'm just sitting here watching you live. <laughs> just <Sorry>. breathe. <laughs> I can cut that out. How good, can, of, how good of an experience was that? Oh, God. Well, the experience, I mean, well, we could, yeah, the, <clears throat> that particular experience yeah. we we're talking about. But, um, yeah, I think it's just become, you, uh, it becomes 
so superficial, I think, is one of the things that I learned that I don't like about the lifestyles, the superficial side of it, which is, which is fine. Um, and then also like the effort that I feel like sometimes when you put in more effort, like people, like your feelings do get involved, regardless mm. of what you say. People, your feelings can get hurt. Not emotional feelings. I think no, it's, it's, it's that different. Feelings. Yeah, it's that it's that like friendship feelings. Because I think people know what it's like to to have a friendship, and you you get fucked over in a friendship, and it still hurts. It well, hurt, if but you're it, putting all of your effort even mm -hmm. into a friendship, and you're the one inviting them out, inviting them to do things, making sure they still want to hang out with you, and you're getting that feeling like, why haven't they texted me? Why haven't they called me? Why haven't they invited me? And I, you know, I've caught myself doing that, and I'm like, why am I putting effort into something that? Yeah, it's superficial like that. So, yeah. Finding people, I think, that reciprocate the same energy as you. Yes. Is one, is is the biggest joy in this life. So I think, I think one of the things that we can say, especially after, like, as long as we've been in it now, a joy for us <clears throat> and a couple that were like, or even a unicorn or whoever, that were like, dude, we like you and we will be your friend for mm -hmm. life, is the ones that put in equal energy. Mm -hmm. Where if we don't talk to them. respect and. Yeah, and it's, and it's not that. I think, I don't know about you, but like my social battery, I don't think is this is, I know isn't the same as yours. And so it's like, I don't mind going a week without really talking to somebody. And then a week later on being able to talk to them, but I don't want to be the one even after a week to always have to engage. Yeah. No. And I've caught myself doing that, trying to like engage those relationships. And then I almost like when they don't engage back, you like question your value or your worth and you're like oh am i not attractive enough for them do they not like me as a person like i have definitely caught myself doing that so it's it's not healthy obviously so stepping away from things like that and just keeping an eye on that's obviously been big for me and just um not needing to thinking you have to play in order to be a swinger i guess it's like we haven't really played that much this year mm -hmm. and i always joke that i'm like oh for what we do and we need to have some ex more experiences and more street cred like i joke but i really have i just when you don't find the joy in it no i've noticed i've noticed that change in you because like the first year of swinging and, and I think that you made a joke out of it because there's part of you that believed it. And I, and like, I can be wrong, but you'd be like, oh, we, we haven't done anything in like a month. We need to talk to people. Or we need to go out or, or we need to, we need to do somebody. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah. We need some street cred. <laughs> yeah. We need to have something to talk about on and, our podcast. Yeah. And, and I would be like, oh, okay. <laughs> like as your partner and, and your husband, I'd be like, yeah, okay. Like if this, like, okay, cool. Like, sure. But like I've noticed you not put that pressure on yourself anymore yeah. of like, Hey, if something happens, something happens and mm -hmm. cool, but not putting like, not putting us, especially like in that position where it's like, we have to do this. Yeah. It just, it just gets to, yeah, you put too much pressure on yourself and then you almost like beat yourself up for it. And I think, um, and then I've also found from where we are now, where we were a year ago or two years ago, is we have grown our social media platforms. We have grown, you know, the app. We have grown, you know, everything we do, we do get more recognized. And you think that that comes with like perks, but it's actually the exact opposite in the lifestyle. And it has actually like killed our game. I mean, really, yeah. because people assume, oh, first of all, that we have a lot of people to hook up with. I think some people get a little bit like, oh, they're super experienced. So anyone that's new is a little bit standoffish. Um, people assume that we're doing way more than we probably are. And so that is a turnoff for some people, um, that we, we think we, we're, we also, 
I've never really been told that, but like, even if we think we're too good for people or too good for situations, which is completely not the case. If anything, I'm a little bit like, I'm actually very awkward, shy, and timid in person. I mean, well, I guess I talk to people, but like, I'm actually like, when it comes to like playing, like you're not, I, you're not I'm not aggressive or assertive yeah. at all. And so I think that a lot of people, just because I play that on the internet, that's not necessarily. No, it's not, yeah. it's not who you essentially are. Like we've, we've kind of learned over like the course of the years of like kind of what our roles are as a couple in progressing playing and stuff. And I think the biggest challenge that we run into now, especially is in the beginning when you don't have a platform or you don't do, you don't own an app, you don't do any of this shit. You just kind of like, Hey, let's be swingers. Mm -hmm. It's a lot easier to kind of like connect and play with people versus once you do, it's like, we don't want to ever come off like we're trying to take advantage of people too. And that's one of our big, like our big no-nos and just our, I think a core belief in just our, our human nature of like, we don't want people to think, oh, well, we're going to try and use this to our advantage to try and hook up with people. Yeah. Well, and yes, no, that's totally true. And I think that some people might get the idea like, oh, if we play with them, they're one, they're going to talk about it um, on a, some sort of platform or anything, which is... You no, know, which we don't. We don't. Kiss Unless you're a subscriber to our Kiss and <laughs> Unless Tell. Unless our yeah, we're starting a new series on Instagram called our Kiss and Tell stories. But with they, but <laughs> even that will never include location, people, time, or names. Na uh, names, yeah. obviously. Like we'll never include any of that. We'll like, actually tell our. We could talk about spicy stories that happened two years ago, <laughs> and you wouldn't know when it happened. Yeah. Like we're gonna tell our stories in detail, but not. Yeah, but we still wouldn't. But that's just more for like fun, spicy yeah. for subscribers. So if you're if you're a subscriber on Instagram, that is coming to you starting today. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> yeah. So I think people think that they think that we're getting there. Like, yeah, show you know they were there were or we're gonna want to make OnlyFans content, which is also that's backfired like, a lot. That is backfired too, is because that is just something we do on the side. We do not see swinging and OnlyFans is even the same thing. Even like the few content we've made with people this year, we don't consider that swinging. We consider that work, content creation, that's it. Yeah. And so I think some people get, we still like the like fun, we are trying to like, I think last year the lifestyle became more a work for us in 2023, yeah. it was a job. And it was not as much spicy fun with just like friends and making local connections and, you know, like content, things like that. But this year, our 2024 goals have completely shifted. The goals, <laughs> our goals, our like mentality has shifted because we realize it's not something we enjoy. Yeah, no. And, and it's, it, it, it is one of those things that it can get too much work into your head. Like, I think when we first got into this lifestyle, it was all about fun. We had normal jobs. We, you know, we did stuff. And so it was fun. And then when it went more into, hey, we're gonna do this for a living with an app and social media and all this other stuff, it turned into work. And, and I think we were even a little guilty. Like we almost put more energy into trying to find content creators mm -hmm. than we did just like having fun. Well, and making friends, like yeah. making, again, those genuine connections. Like we've actually, we've met a couple here locally that have become some of our absolute best friends. And they, we we've literally like played once and it's more just like we like to have people like-minded friends so for yeah. us we realize that that's something that we really value yeah we, we value the friendship i think a lot more than just anything like the, the best i think we ever i ever really understood where we were like in this lifestyle like i always struggled where were we at in the swinger lifestyle was until that one post in our facebook group 
And the person said the, the social swinger versus the, the sex swinger, in a sense. Uh, social swingers versus sexual swingers, yeah. yeah. And, and it was like, oh, yeah, there are two sides. And we always knew there was two sides, but really just kind of like defining those two sides. How there are people who are in this more strictly for friends and fun and the parties and the connections with like-minded people than the actual physical having to hook up having to hook like, up all the time yeah. yes i mean and don't get me wrong we'll enjoy that side sometimes too but it was just really eye-opening for us as like who we wanted to be as a couple on a personal and professional level in the lifestyle so that's been yeah that's been a change i think what else that was a big that was a big change um i mean any of our like boundaries like things like that changing over the past couple of years I don't think our boundaries have necessarily changed. I think we're better at checking in with each other. I think we're better at understanding each other. Yeah, and like a reading lot, each other's yeah. like emotions and feelings about it. Like, like I can tell when you're not into something, obviously, like pretty quickly. Or and, and I can <laughs> and, and I can tell when you're you know, because we you have to take into account like your normal relationship in this lifestyle of the fact of when you're not in the mood to play or anything like that and you make the connections and so it's like okay i know that i can be pushy as a person so i don't push any of this you know what i mean but then it kind of backfires sometimes yeah but you become like, almost not pushy at all and, like i to the point where i'm like eric you need to help me make some more effort because i'm not very good at this um you need i need i thought you're not i know you need you need uh i need the assistance <laughs> you need assistance on this yeah are you a female 18 and over and interested in the lifestyle? Make sure to check out Unicorn Landing at unicornlanding.com or download the app on Google Play and iOS today. The, um, but I, that, I think that was one thing as we've gotten a lot better at reading each other and knowing each other. Um, you know, and, and it's also, it is one of those things that you almost can become a little too lax. Like I think that's one of the big things this year that I'm going to actually try to work on a lot more is being like, hey, like, let's go play with this couple or what do you think about these people? Or yeah, what do you think about her? Um, do you want me, I do you want to get us into a group I, chat with her and like I think, set something up? I think that's, um, so I am good at making the connections. That's kind of one of our boundaries, but again, that has backfired. And so I think Eric taking over a little bit more of the, like I need to put even some of these like girls that I talk to into group chats because you are better about like, kind of keeping that engaged and like making things happen where I just get a little bit like, I don't want them to think I'm just using, like, I just want that. Like I get into my head where I think I like a girl and I, we've had those conversations and I know she wants to play, but all of a sudden it's like, I'm not making an effort because I feel like they're just like, they're going to be like, Oh, is that why you keep messaging me? That's all you want. I don't know. Like I would rather be somebody's friend and I really struggle with that boundary. You friend zone people very I friend zone people so... Not, in, not intentionally. So quickly. And I... Because I struggle with people not liking me. So I'm like, oh, if they like me as a friend, I know they like me. So yeah, I really struggle with that. So maybe having you make more of an effort. I'm also a lot more laid back. I know that's just probably counterintuitive to everything we just said, mm. but I am a lot more laid back when it comes to boundaries and playing yeah. and down for whatever, like once we're in that situation. Once we're in the situation, you are like, whatever, dude. I'm down for whatever. I am just like having a good time. I don't stress about it. I'm just like, 
bodies are bodies, like the whole, I don't even know what I'm going to write boundaries. I mean, the only really boundary I guess we have in there is like the kissing thing. And even that, I'm just like, it, like, I just get to the point where like, Eric gets into his head about loss. I think we've just, oh, I do. That. yeah. I do. And I don't. No. And so I, I think that there's traumas that your partner will struggle with versus that you do. And so mm -hmm. I'm just kind of like, yeah, I'm a lot more laid back when it comes to like, so maybe that's what you work on this year. Well, no, and, and I probably need to. And then I'm like, man, like, yeah, because like I look at like some of the stuff that I've done with you in the bedroom and I'm like, if I did that with somebody else, like my brain goes into one of two things. One, you'd either think it was really hot or you'd be like, what the fuck? You Why know what I, I mean? Like, what the fuck? Because you didn't do that with me? No, like you haven't done that to me in a while. Why did you just do it to, to them? You know what I mean? Yeah, I probably would. Love like, like if you think about it, like if I finished with somebody and I licked it out and spit it in their mouth, you would, it would be one of two things depending on your mood. You'd look and be like, oh my God, that was hot. Or you'd look at it and be like, you motherfucker. Dude. I think, I think 99.9% .9 I would be like, that was fucking hot. Yeah. Cause you know, when I'm in that mood and I'm in the bedroom, I am so much more like, like yeah. there is not very like. I mean, unless I'm obviously disrespected completely yeah, or whatever, no. but like, I enjoy watching. I enjoy those things. That's the thing is, I think also you like enjoy watching. You like enjoy seeing it all and experiencing it all. I like experiencing it all. I struggle more because I think I'm so dominantly visual too. I can enjoy it visually or it can fuck me up visually. Yeah. It's one or the other. Like I'm, I'm almost like I try, I need to get a gray area there so I can play in the gray area because it goes area. so black Eric. or white for me. Eric is like a very black and white person. You can't have gray area with yeah. Eric. He needs like in or out, in or out. Yeah. So. But yeah. I do agree with even like, you know, that is one of the struggles we've had with playing is like you realizing if, so, if a girl especially wants to play. And I think it's also just difficult for girls in general, especially like, like we've talked to girls who like the two last, the last two people that we've talked to and we've been talking to have come out of relationships with guys. And so, you know, yeah, they're into girls, but oh, it's like when, I, when, make that three. Oh, there's a third one now. Yeah. Oh, sweet. Okay. But anyhow, <laughs> when it comes, they eventually dump the men. When, when, just... it, when it comes to that though, it's really funny because like I've been able to talk to those girls or remotely like chat with them. And I can, in a very respectful way, like, pull, oh, cool, like, okay, like, literally, our vibe is set. We understand, like, hey, yeah, next time we go out, if everything's cool and stuff, like, let's play. You know what I mean? Like, and I I'm can like, see... but I want to be friends with them, and too. You... Well, I was friends with you after we hooked up. That's true. We could still be friends. Yeah. We're still friends with people we've hooked up with. Yeah, I, just, I, know, I was just going to say, aren't we really, like, friends, essentially, with everyone we played with? I know. I just feel like I get, like, I just get really, really in my head about losing friendships or, like, losing that relationship, I think. So That's wait, probably some trauma so wait, I need to work through. So wait through. a minute. You have fucking trauma on friendship. I have fucking trauma on relationship loss. Let's get our traumas together and just have a good old time. Let's be swingers. That's a great oh, fucking idea. Maybe we should go <laughs> Try explaining that to your therapist. Well, you know what we thought would be a really good idea to so, fix all of this? So, yeah. Don't ever get in this lifestyle to fix anything. No, but, we're uh, not fixing. Not relationship-wise. No. no, absolutely uh, but not. It, but it is funny how it does, like, if you're not aware, I think, of some of your trauma of what it does to you in this lifestyle. Can I please fix that eyebrow? <laughs> just like... I love... 
Eric's got crazy eyebrows. The, um, and so, I mean, that is one thing I think we've become a lot more aware of um, in this lifestyle. Yeah. I, th I think the playing times that we've had have been a lot more fun, a lot more carefree. Oh, you know yeah. What I, mean? I because... feel like now they're a lot more carefree and less like I'm, I, I don't get in my head like, oh, I'm worried about what Eric's going to think or what I'm doing. Like, I'm going to do, like, even the last time we played, like part of me was like you were kind of just watching for a little bit because mm -hmm. the girl and I were you know we're just playing and what were you and the girl doing <laughs> things okay I'm just curious <laughs> we were playing Scrabble you know the funny Twister. thing is, is is I don't I, I need to find out what other guys do when girls are playing because like it's cool for me for about five seconds I got this actually really hot visual, you guys. Here, I'll show you guys. Whoever's on video, if you're listening to this, like, on podcast, I'm sorry you can't see it. But I remember I was, like, playing with the girl, and I was, like, doing what I was doing. <laughs> and I remember I just, like, look over, and you're, like, I think you were only in your underwear at that point. Yeah. yeah, I think so. That's what you're wearing. I was either only in my... But you I... were on, like, a like a recliner type yeah. thing, like a chair and, like, you were kind of just sitting there. And, like, the way he was sitting was, like, hot. Like, I look over and he's just, like, made, like, direct eye contact me. And kind of was just, like, and I was, like, and you, like, <laughs> Like, I don't know. It was, like, one of those things, like, you see in a movie yeah. where you look over and the guy's just, like, like, just, I don't know. Like, I looked over and, like, he didn't look annoyed. Because sometimes I'm, like, is Eric getting annoyed? Because I know, like, just sitting and watching isn't your super thing. Uh -huh. And so I was, like, he's probably getting annoyed that I'm, like, doing this for a while. But I also know that he likes me to enjoy myself. And that's, yeah. like, important for him. So in my head, I'm, like, work through it, Candace. He doesn't fucking care. And if he does, I'll fucking care. <laughs> I don't fucking care if you care. <laughs> no, I care. But you know what I mean. Yeah, I know. Um, I was enjoying myself. And yeah. so I look over and I was, like... I don't know. It was just like a moment. I just remember I, I, I had the very visual moment and we were by a fireplace. Remember? And the uh -huh. fire was going uh -huh. and like, it was like glowing and it, uh -huh. like the whole room was just like, and the funny part is, is me as a guy, glowy. me as a guy. And I think a lot of guys can relate to this and maybe not, I don't know, but I'm maybe, I, I mean, I'm looking and I'm like, okay, yeah, that's cool. That's, that's hot. But then all of a sudden I got like fascinated more with the fire flickering just off of your naked body and going, God, that's fucking hot. Like your body looks fucking great right now. Like that's literally what I was like majority like, of the time. I don't care what you're doing. Like, he was yeah, watching the fire on the like, Yeah, <laughs> like watching it flicker on like your butt and stuff like that of like the shadows and stuff. I thought it was really hot because, and I was really glad for the fire because normally like, yeah, after like a minute or two, I'm just kind of like, huh, okay. Um. I need to do something you're or like, I'm going to go do something. Like, I'm like, I'm just, yeah. Um, it was late too. It was like 1am. Yeah. But, but I, I did realize like how much like we had grown. Cause even like when we played with the one couple, um, and when we went on that one trip, <laughs> one couple, well, one trip. To, well, they listened to our podcast, so they, I don't really care. They, we love them. But we, um, oh, in North Carolina, in North Carolina where you actually had an orgasm getting oral from another guy. And I like I didn't say anything during that time when we played through and all that. And then later on, I looked at and I was like, "So what did he do different?" And you were like, "I knew this was coming." Like you had your fucking boxing gloves up, thinking I was gonna like I come was like, at Fuck, you. Eric's gonna be pissed, and not pissed like pissed I did that, and not like sorry that I yeah not no. pissed that it happened. More like I could just. Because I know that Eric can be a little insecure and stuff. And, like, mm -hmm. how did he get you off? And I, I haven't gotten you off like that. Like, I just could, like, I haven't tell, gotten you off like that in a while. I was worried he was going to eat at Eric, like, emotionally. So I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> but I was like, but at the same time, I was like, oh, fuck that. I'm enjoying myself right yeah. now. I, 
And like we talked about it, I'm very visual. It's uh -huh. it's when there's a, you were do I like to watch you please people. So that was turning me on. I was touching her. He, you know, like the mm -hmm. whole thing is what got me off. I don't just get off from physical touch. I have to have the like visual, like you know, all of that. Yeah. So for me, it was. Um, that was why, but I was like, oh, God, I hope Eric doesn't, like, take this, like... So, yeah, you thought I was going to take it the wrong way. And the funniest part was I had to look at you literally and be like, stop. <laughs> like, I'm not mad. Like, stop. I was more curious because I pride myself on oral skills. But it wasn't the skills. Oh, no, I mean, I, it was good, well, but it was more the, like, whole... It was... So, the skills were good. I didn't mean it like that. It felt very good. But it was more everything combined which which then disappointed me because i was really like i as a guy was literally like please i hope to god i can learn something new like if i can learn something, like i'm always down to learn something new yeah he's like what do you do something. i'm like it, it was and you're like oh it was more the, and i'm like well i can't just reenact other guys in boobies and all this shit <laughs> all the time so damn it this is not a skill that i alone can bring into the bedroom no now, but you so. also know we're very visual yeah. like even our like spicy bedroom i think is like gotten like different and better over you know the course of us being the lifestyle like we talk about experiences we've mm -hmm. had we talk about experiences we want to have mm -hmm. like oh if somebody was doing this to you and like that turns us both on so i think having those experiences allows you to also like visualize them yeah. and talk about them yeah so that is definitely like kind of been a fun thing to add to like our personal like yeah, because I mean, I, I mean, this does. I mean, the more that we've gotten in the lifestyle, I think, I think we have. I mean, we've always have had a good bedroom life. We've always oh, had yeah. a good sex life. Um, Especially and, when I have had COVID for two weeks. Yeah, that was hot. But, <laughs> but besides that, the uh, it's you know, and and that's I think one of those biggest misconceptions that people have. But I mean, through our whole experience in the lifestyle, our I don't think our bedroom sex life has. The only thing I think that's hindered our sex life in the bedroom was has never been the lifestyle or anything. It was more of 75 hard or the fucking sleep number bed. I mean, we, we, yeah. we have, instead of... This is our PSA yeah. uh, for a sleep number bed. If you get a sleep number bed, is it cock block? It is the biggest fucking cock block if you don't set it on hard settings. Her sleep setting's like 35 and mine's like 45. And so, yeah, you have to have like a sex setting on this bed. Otherwise, it doesn't fucking do a good job. Yeah, it feels like you're on a water bed. It feels like you're on a water bed and you like sink down into yeah. it. Or, yeah, so you have to like, so it's not one of those things where it's like spontaneous. You're like, hold on, let me go to <laughs> yeah. bed at night. There's real nothing quick. So you're fucking just like hot. waiting for the bed to get hard. Yeah. You're like, wow, this is hot. Or it's even worse because you get on the bed and you're like, oh, why is the bed hard? You know, and you're like, oh, okay, so I guess we're. Well, I guess there's no, uh, yep, this is what we're fucking doing. Yeah, like I'll get out of the shower or like out of the bath and I'll come to the bed and you'll just be like reading and I'll like get into my side of the bed and Why I'm is like. it so hard? You need to make your side hard so then I don't know. That's true. And then I'll just have to like roll you onto my side. Yeah, and be, be like, like, you should come over here. Why is your side of the bed so hard? <laughs> the, uh, it's so true. It's our, it's our cock block bed yeah. for sure. But I mean, other changes that we've noticed in the lifestyle um we thought that every well obviously we've talked about this before but we thought that everybody was just gonna be like yay fun we're all swingers we all share shouldn't everybody get along and have a good time no everyone fucking hates each other uh podcasters are all like want to just attack each other and go after each other other businesses like people can't handle sharing any sort of like the spotlight or the like 
everyone thinks they know better. And I think that that's been, the, and like we have 100% from the beginning say that we do not know better. We are not experts. We have no, we're learning along with the rest of you. We just share from our experience. And so, but there's, we've definitely had a lot of like the hate, like, oh, who do you think you are? Blah, blah, blah. Like we just, we're just vocal is who we are. We're not anybody special. Mm-hmm. No, and that's true. I mean, and, and, you just got two very and, flamboyant, vocal, outgoing people that talk about this shit. Oh, and they wanted to create a platform. Yeah. Like there's, yeah, whatever. So that's, so I think that that's obviously something we've learned. We've learned that we've watched a lot of the lifestyle consume a lot of people's lives. Like that's the only vacations they take, the only things they do every weekend. They go to their club. They, you know, they travel to that event, travel to this event. That's what they spend their time and money and energy on. And I think in the beginning, Eric and I thought, like even last year, we were, you know, booking the last couple of years. We got booking, wrapped up in We that. got wrapped up we in got it. Really booking a ton up. of events, feeling like we had to be a part of something. And both of us kind of were like, not, not really our thing. Like if I'm going to spend, even with Unicorn Landing, yes, I, it's a business. And so I promote, but even, we don't even have to be there. We send reps to events now. It's... I'm not going to spend the money to fly across the country just for like a meet, you know, a meet and greet. And that's that's a hard thing is that's what it is. And and if you're, and we have learned this, if you host an event or you are there sponsoring an event and you are there, you're not going to play. Welcome to how it fucking is. Mm -hmm. It's not what you think it is. It's, you're literally helping other people almost connect. And you're welcome. Yeah. And and then, yeah. And then you're done and everyone's playing and you're like, what's wrong with us? Yeah. You're like, no one likes me. And then we go back to our hotel room and eat food. Yeah. And and, Are you interested in checking out one of our events? Come see us in Whispers in Las Vegas on February 10th, Euros in Knoxville, Tennessee on May 4th, or Boise, Idaho for our big birthday bash on May 11th, or check out www.theimpulsiveduo.com. And then we became so obsessed with like traveling and having, like yeah. we, wanted to, we wanted to fit in. We wanted, we wanted more and more friends and... Yeah, and think we need to be somebody, and it's just became, we're like, it doesn't, like, if I'm going to spend, you know, like, my daughter is going to be a senior next year, like, if I'm going to spend, I want to spend my time, my kids are very involved in, like, activities and school sports and drum corps and baseball and basketball, you know, like, I I want to be there, I don't want to miss these weekend games, I want to travel with my kids, I'm taking my daughter to Europe this summer, like, I want to spend my time and energy on things that bring me value and joy, and so I think... Uh, don't get me wrong. We still go to events. We're, you know, we're yeah. headed to an event next weekend because we do value a lot of people. For me, it's like, like we really love Cole who's hosting this event next weekend. And so it's like, I want to go spend time with the people that are going to be there because I like them as yeah. people and I want to support them. But even just like having to, you know, even like the clubs, and it's not that I don't respect the clubs. I just don't, for me, us to travel across the country for one night for a four hour event is a lot of money and time and effort. And so I think kind of stepping back from just like focusing on unicorn landing more as a business than not, it's not like who, who we are. Mm-hmm. Um, well, yeah. and I think a lot of what we learned too is like one, like let's take an example like last <laughs> year. So last year was the first time that we were pretty much, you know, full-time social media. We started doing all these events, you know, we put all this energy in, we were always stressed out about events. We were, you know, well, oh my money God. and, and having like, money yeah, because we wanted this shit to, got so expensive. Well, we wanted to rebuild the app, but then we should put the money yeah. in the trips. Like we just kept dumping all of our money into trips and it was great. We've met so many great people, but as from a financial aspect, even unicorn, the best event that unicorn ever had for signups 
and it was like turned to profit, I guess you could say, where it was like, it was worth it for us to be there was the one event we were not at. <laughs> but it was also, I think it was so good because we weren't there because... Yeah, we had other girls promoting it and hyping they up the did a app. And, getting, job and they did such it. a great job that like it it wasn't just about us. And so that, you know, is like we want to go to events to support the people and the, we want to go to a handful of events during the year to support the people that we want to support and you know, see friends, things like that, but we don't need to do it where it's like a like that's all we do with our time and energy. No, and, and I think I think you do lose track of that. Like you can get obsessed with mm -hmm. this lifestyle. You can get obsessed. And there's with... nothing wrong. Also, side back note: there's nothing wrong with people traveling to events if that's yeah. what you love to do. Traveling to resorts. We're strictly talking about Eric and I. Like what we've learned. We've learned about ourselves. <laughs> yes. And like we know people love cruises, and we we support. Like we are, you know, we work with Bliss Cruise, Topless Travel. Like we love them. Eric and I just realistically don't think that we could spend a week on a cruise ship like a party because we're not big like partiers. Eric doesn't drink. I don't really drink anymore. We don't think that we could just party for like a week straight and have to be on and like surrounded by like I could maybe do like three days. Mm -hmm. But like we just kind of have learned our limits with it. Yeah, no. And, and that's where I mean, realistically, what I, I've learned through this lifestyle, if you go to that end of it, that side of it, one... Let's get deep. One, we were, you and I are very loyal people. You know what I mean? And we care. We genuinely care about people. And you get burned enough times, you're finally like, fuck you. Mm -hmm. Well, we ran into that this summer with the fucking club. So now we've got burnout with that. So it's like you're, we're hesitant of like being, being as supportive for people, like clubs or businesses as we were because of how that happened. Yeah, I feel like we put a lot of time and energy into people and clubs and stuff for it to not backfire. I mean, we only had one yeah. club that's really like, we don't, we will not work with anymore. But other than that, we haven't had any like right. issues, but just kind of seeing the super, again, all come back, the superficial side of it that we were like, eh, we like the fun side, we not like, this business yeah, side. Yeah, like, like to be, yeah, we just didn't really like that, like, you have to do this to be somebody and trying to, like, be somebody we're not. Yeah, and then even out of all of our lifestyle trips, the most fun I had was going to North Carolina. It wasn't necessarily just because we had that event, but we do, we like to do fun stuff. Like, if we're going to travel, yeah. like, just to show up and go to an event and stuff and then fly back home because we've done that, like, a lot before. Oh my God, where yeah. it's just exhausting. You went to this event and you're you're flying back home. Where that we went. Wait, if you and sit just and go through enjoyed. every event that we have done, sorry, let me talk about. Oh, go on. If you sit and go through every event that we have done, what is the thing you remember about those trips? When we did our, you know, like even last April when we did, you know, the trip in Oregon, and it, we you know it was kind of a quick turnaround trip. But what did we do? What did, what's the one thing you remember for that whole trip? Who we hung out with all weekend. It yeah. wasn't the actual club. Yeah, we had fun at the event. Yeah. That's where I met Lake Licking Girl. Oh, that's right. But it was, we also had some friends in town that weekend and we went out with them and hung out with them and went to dinner. Pe peanut, and butter watched, and, pe peanut butter and pickle. Yeah, and we went to the Ravens and we talked yeah. about the things we do on these trips more than just like the, the spicy club. or the club yeah. or the like. And so for me, I, we're just like, that's way more fun for us yeah so it's i mean it's really it went from like this was something spicy and fun we did to all of a sudden becoming almost a little obsessive just because it did work around business and all that mm -hmm. to all of a sudden finding this happy medium of okay there we you do have your business we do you do run this app promoting this app growing this business 
But, when but it, it also doesn't always have to be us. It doesn't we have, have to team, be us. You know, we've hired a marketing person. I can hi I hire yeah. reps. Like we, and we can go and keep we, this lifestyle fun again. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that's our 2024 like goal is to fund the lifestyle, grow our business from a business standpoint, not mm -hmm. just us doing it and just continue to like spread education in like a real way. And just yeah. have fun. This lifestyle is fun. You, it just is one of the it'll things. It'll burn you out. It'll burn you out. And you have to remember like the thing, you just have to remember that your relationship is like the number one priority and like your memories and family time and fun. Like you can't get that. that back. Yeah. Yeah. You're not, you're not getting any of that back. Like have those, you know, if, if it's between going to a couple clubs or taking this fun family vacation, my suggestion, go to one club and then do the fun family vacation. Don't, you know what I mean? You'll never get that family time back and keep this lifestyle just fun. Yeah. Keep it. Don't it, put pressure the, on yourself to yeah. like. And if somebody doesn't play with you or it doesn't happen right away, don't take it personal. Like a lot of people have things going on in their life. Like it's just not, yeah. You can't take anything personal in this lifestyle and just keep it, keep it fun and find some people you connect with. And if something fun happens, something fun happens. Yeah. Thank you for checking out our podcast. For more resources and information, check out the impulsive duo.com and stay tuned for season three, episode two.